like it because I can still hear my voice. I know, but that, that's what makes it so cool. I don't like it, though. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new podcast. <laughs> it sounds like, like Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm Jim Gaffigan. Stop messing around. No more effects. Do you have a cold open? Cheese, cheese, cheese on my knees. Cheese, cheese, cheese on my knees. Cheese, cheese, cheese on my knees. Put some cheese on my knees. Start that's, the show, Michael. Start not, the show. Start the show, Michael. All right, start the show. Hey, Morgan. Hi, Michael. What's going on? What's up? You know, I just uh, ran a 5K. You did? I did. Um, from where? To where? From your mom's house. It's <laughs> a lot more than 5K. And now I'm drinking a mixture of very cheap wine and high C. High C? I don't know. What is that stuff? No, oh, it's Hawaiian wine punch. punch. Yeah. I mean, still just as bad. Because I'm classy. So, Morgan, did we or did we not record a podcast for this week? We did not. Yeah, we super did but not. But we're doing it now, so get off my jockstrap Twitter. <laughs> It'll be only three days late and not even an official episode. This will be another, it's another small reception. Whether we forgot to do an episode or we it's... couldn't do an episode or we wouldn't do an episode we're here to make the best of forgetting to do episodes it's bad reception you forgot the part where we have diarrhea i thought we agreed on that line oh i forgot about that one is that why we didn't record a podcast we had super bad diarrhea everybody <laughs> super bad diarrhea i'm still i'm still this wiping podcast brought to you by bo- diarrhea <laughs> Use promo code diarrhea. Oh my god. Morgan is deliriously tired, so this is going to be an interesting episode. We are probably just going to be doing some reading of questions from Twitter and bullshitting about them for a little bit. Uh, Not our normal format if you're new to the show. This is not the normal show. Maybe you want to check out another episode. Adventures in Babysitting, perhaps. That's a good one. Swamp thing. We were just featured on uh, the podcast Discovery Show. Yeah, talking thanks, about guys. Our that was really, really, episode. thank you, guys. Yeah, great. that was awesome. I, I didn't even know they were going to do that. It's super cool. I appreciate it. Um, is there anything you want to talk about before we jump into this? I got a question. Yeah. I like your nips. That's not a question. And What's... it's just a fact that everybody does. Who's our first question from? Who's our first question from? That's good. That's a good question. Our first question is from Morgan, and it's asking about what, where our questions came from. Where did the first of all? How did we acquire these questions? Well, yesterday at like eight o'clock p.m., you were like, "Hey, let's ask Twitter for questions for our show." And so that wasn't a lot of time, and it was late at night for people, especially if they're on the East Coast. So we didn't get a ton of responses, but we did get some. Mostly from people that we know. Um, we just said, hey, ask us, what do you want us to talk about on the show tomorrow? Ask us some questions. And ask, they did. Um, first up, we got Tiff. She is a 
former guest host, and she wanted to be on this episode, apparently, because her question is, bring me on and we will chat about why Ross is the worst character on Friends. L-O-L. Well, Tiff's not here, but we could still talk about Ross from Ross Friends. Ross Geller. Ross Geller, everybody. Does everybody know this guy? Everybody know about hey, Ross? Hey. Hey. You know about this guy? You know about Ross Geller? You know about this Ross Geller? I do so, a really good. Thanks, who, Jay. Thanks. Who is that? I was trying to do Jay Leno. Oh, okay. You know about this guy? <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I did it. It's, kind of like, I, it's I, also Mike Tyson and yeah. end of list. It sounds a lot more like Mike Tyson now that you say that. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to do it. <clears throat> it's a pretty guy. I met Mike Tyson once. He came into the coffee shop where I worked, and he was very scary. I mean, he was nice, but just being in front of Mike Tyson is very intimidating. And he ordered two bran muffins and just, like, wolfed them down. Guess what he's got? He's got poop. he got diarrhea. He's regular. I can t- One thing I can tell you about Mike Tyson, regular as fuck. Um, and also scary. Ross Geller. So... So the, yeah, I'm of the opinion. No, I'm starting, Michael. Thank you. He is. I guess he's. Yeah, no. Sorry, the train is distracting me. Um, and you're gonna have to edit this out. And not gonna do a ton of editing on this one, so we'll oh, see. We're gonna see. We're gonna get some Easter eggs in here. Ross Geller. I think he is my least favorite. So yes, Tiffany. I think we've had long conversations about this. He is the worst because a numero uno. He sucks as a boyfriend. He just does. He's manipulative. He's immature. He's other adjectives that I can't think of right now mm-hmm. because I did mix high C and wine together. But so now you got sugar rush and then wine I downer. Think, but the thing is, it's not even real sugar. It's the packet kinds we get from 99 cent stores. So I think it's chemicals and then other chemicals. So you got a, a chemical imbalance. I do. <laughs> Um, what is your take on Ross Geller? So yeah, this is, is Ross just a name or is that short for something? Is it like Rossifer? Is it Rossifer? <laughs> no, that's what they say on Friends. Joey's like, I know your name is Ross, but what's it short for? I didn't even know I was doing a Friends bit. Yeah, that is. And then Michael, I don't know if they know the they being the listeners, the all three of you right now. You know Friends better than anybody. I'm not better than anybody, but I am a, a Friends fanatic. I've seen every episode probably like at least ten times, maybe like twenty times. We're gonna get back to Ross Geller, but Michael, can you tell me why Friends? It's just comfort food, man. Like it just is. Whenever I'm whenever I'm feeling down and lonely, there's one thing I can watch. It's friends. Is that the Cheers theme? <laughs> it was sort of the Cheers theme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cheers doesn't really do it for me. I mean, I like Cheers, but it's no, it's no Friends. What and I wouldn't you... even say that Friends is like my favorite because I think Seinfeld is probably my favorite comedy. But I've definitely seen Friends more because Seinfeld isn't as comforting because it's more uh, pessimistic and mm-hmm. and nihilistic. More like Larry David. Yeah. Um. But what got you into Friends? Were you just like? Uh. I would say the reason why I got so into Friends is because it was right when the DVD uh, TV show started in the early 2000s when they started releasing TV shows on DVD. Because before then, TV was only whatever was on TV. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just watch. Yeah, guys. So for you young people who you, might be listening. Yeah, you youngos out there. We like, didn't used to be able to just watch whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. We were at the mercy of the fucking TV gods. Yeah, it was rough. Like, waiting... 
like oh if you were watching if you were following a television show as it was airing and then they left you on a cliffhanger and not only did you have to wait one week but sometimes they're like yeah next week is the super bowl or whatever dumb shit that they play sometimes but you gotta wait another week on top of that and you just spend the next two weeks being like when the fuck am i gonna find out what happened to the my favorite character yeah ross and rachel what's going on what's happening there yeah what's happening yeah so when Friends came out on DVD. I wasn't even a really big Friends fan, but it was just like this novel idea of like, oh, we could just watch Friends whenever I feel like it, watch a sitcom whenever I feel like it. And uh, I think I bought the third season because I was like, I think I remember the third season being pretty funny, even though I wasn't a big fan. But I watched Seinfeld, which was, uh, you know, must see TV. Friends, It was Friends and then the single guy and then something else and then uh, Seinfeld last. So I used to watch the whole block. Um, I'm old. I'm going to derail you once again. We're going to be two steps removed from the actual question. Um, Can you quickly tell the listeners that what what happened when uh, the series finale occurred with Seinfeld? What happened? Yeah, didn't you? Weren't you taken out of school? Oh, yeah. So I was so distraught. Well, not distraught, but I was so... It was such a big part of my life. This was 1998, so I was in eighth grade. Uh, it was such a big part of my life that my parents let me stay home from school uh, so that I could go to Barnes & Noble and buy all of the um, like special edition magazines of that came out for Seinfeld, which I still have all of them. They're really cool. Um, the TV Guide one. There was like it was such a huge event in television history. Like it was like the biggest show of e- like mm-hmm. ever at the time. And uh, so I went and I got all those magazines. Then I got to stay home from school. I couldn't even watch Seinfeld because I didn't. It wasn't on DVD or anything. So it was just sort of like a in memoriam. Like I got to take a day to really absorb what had happened. Um, they were cool like that. <laughs> Plus I was like always good at school. So if I missed a day, whatever, nobody cares. Okay, so going back to Friends. Okay, and then Ross Geller. Let's do. I had to step out of that. Yeah, boy, it was we like went Inception. On a tangent. We had to like kick out of it. Yeah. Um, no. So with the resurgence of Friends, now that it's on Netflix and all the all the youngsters are getting on board, uh, yeah, people are really piling on Ross as being like this really problematic, shitty character, and he does possess a lot of those bad characteristics. But I still think that he's really funny. I think David Schwimmer is really funny. Everybody on the show is, is has their issues. It's not, I mean, you could say just as much negative things about Joey. Joey is just a more likable character, but he's extremely problematic as he doesn't respect women at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, if you're going to go down that route, I would say he's way worse. But also Chandler has a lot of the same hangups, but all all of them are, are messed up. Rachel's really messed up. Monica's definitely messed up. And Phoebe's probably crazily the least messed up of everybody even though she has the most tragic past Mm -hmm. um she just is a little bit more forgiving of people i think yeah um probably because of her past anyway i don't want to talk the whole episode about friends but i could i totally absolutely could but i know a lot of people don't enjoy the show um ross would be my fourth favorite main character with uh phoebe and rachel ranking under him for me personally oh yeah you really don't like rachel yeah rachel sucks Rachel sucks, yeah. She's rarely funny. She can be funny every once in a while, but I think that's mostly due to Jennifer Aniston just being having good comedic timing. Mm -hmm. And Rachel just isn't a character that I I would never enjoy being around a person like Rachel. Yeah, but she's redemptive, though. You have to say that she she tried. Yeah, I'm I'm not even saying that she's like an awful. I'm not saying she's an awful person. I'm saying she's an unlikable. Not unlike. I don't 
she's not somebody that I relate to in any way. I don't, okay. I don't enjoy being around her. Uh, Monica, on the other hand, I love. Monica's the best. Yeah. I mean, Chandler's the best, but Monica is probably my second favorite. Monica's my favorite, I think. Uh, next question? Next. So thank you, Tiff, hey, for Tiff. that one. Hey, Tiff. Uh, Brent's got a couple from us. Brent from Home Video, Video Hustle, Hustle at HVH Hustle, Podcast. If you guys got the budget to make your own TV show, what's the premise, title, and who's starring <laughs> Who's starring in it, and what network would you shop it to? Okay, well, that's a lot of questions, Brent. But Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we said one question minimum. Well, he's got so. a, There's a second one, too. I know. He, I saw. So if you got a budget to make your own TV show, what's the premise? I really, I was thinking it was going to be a movie, but I do like the idea. This is... Well, we do a TV show podcast. It makes more sense. I know. Um, I really like... This is nerdy and um, post-feminist of me. Um, I really like the idea of doing a kind of uh, Amy Sherman Palladino-esque take on Dorothy Parker during Mm -hmm. the heyday of Dorothy Parker. I would want to do that. Sounds... I mean, like, obviously not the same, but pretty similar to... The marvelous Miss Maisel. I was gonna say it's marvelous Miss Maisel, but Except it's she's not a, Parker. She's not a she's not a stand up. Yeah, she's a writer, and yeah. like she's but she's hanging out with all the other dude writers in the era when women weren't really writing. Yeah, and like holding her own. Yeah. So. So that and what would it be called? That is an excellent question. I feel like I'm on the spot. I should. You know what's funny? You probably should have read the questions. I read the questions, didn't prepare because I was like, I shouldn't. I should just be in the moment with you. Yeah, that's what I did too. Uh, trapped in a trap. Trapped in a Trap? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a reference to one of her stories. And who is starring in it? Lauren Ooh, Graham. Oh, boy. Yeah, Lauren fucking Graham. Lauren <laughs> Graham is starring in that shit. She is. She's Dorothy Parker. Awesome. Make it happen. And what network is, is it going to be on? I think we're going to have to do streaming. Maybe not Amazon. Since they already have <laughs> Marvelous Miss Maisel. Let's go to, I don't know, Netflix is throwing a bunch of money around. I'll take money from Netflix. Sweet. Um, Michael, Michael, same question super easy i would do an anthology tv show in the style of tales from the crypt it doesn't have to be exactly like tales from the crypt it doesn't have to be comic book style mm-hmm. um but definitely uh with some sort of wraparound like the crypt keeper i would call it open caskets because that's the name of my anthology series mm-hmm. and who would star in it different people every episode obviously anthology series don't have who are some like who are some guest stars that you tom would... hanks <laughs> Okay, beyond he's on, he's on Tales from the Crypt. I know Crypt. he's on Tales from Crypt from the Crypt. I can picture him right now doing that. It's the video dating yeah episode. Yeah, um, but who? No, some give me two more um, people that I would love to have on it. Yeah, probably just like like B movie horror actors would be fun. Like getting Bruce Campbell. Okay, uh, getting I don't know um, who else is cool. Neil Breen. You got to get Neil Breen. Not in there. Neil Breen. He's not even. He's, he doesn't he's even make like, horror movies. And he's also, I don't know, a Z, Z level. Yeah, I, he's not in any any level of celebrity. He doesn't even get letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for me. Hi, Neil. Uh, and then whoever, I don't care. You know who oh, You know who I'd like to have is Lee Wan-El. Uh, <gasps> Lee Wan-El would be great. Yeah, and he would probably like write that episode too. He would be, and maybe direct it. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. But hey, I want to direct all of them. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Lee Wan-El from the, the Saw movies and the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. And, He's got great comedic timing and he does, he's a, he's an underrated actor i mean he mm-hmm. obviously he's mostly known as being a writer but he's he's a solid actor all right what show what network oh it would be on hbo of course just like tales from the crypt next question what shows are banned from being done on the podcast this is also from brent numero uno how honey i'm home we're never gonna do that sorry guys yeah we get it so we occasionally get requests for for shows and a lot of times they're 
a lot of the same shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heil Honey, I'm Home is one of the ones that we get frequently. We will never do that. So you can stop asking us. I don't want to watch it. Oh, it's not going to happen. I've seen, I've seen, I think, a good chunk of the pilot when I was doing History of Comedy for oh, CNN. Really? I think now on one of the streaming services. Um, and it's... Do we want to talk about why we won't do it? Let's sure. This will be the only time we talk about it. So sure. So here you go. Here you go, guys. Um, because it's tone deaf. It's not it's not done as it's done as faux satire. Yeah. Well, I mean it's a, it's supposed to be funny, but like it just you can't make that fun. Like no, the idea is like couldn't we make Hitler funny and it's like probably not. I no. mean yeah, no, not at all. Um if for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a like uh, in front of a live studio audience sitcom, but starring Hitler and Ava Braun. Right. Well, not starring. I mean, but I mean, <laughs> that's that is those are our titular. Those Characters, are our yes. protagonists in this. Yeah, um, it's just a bad idea. It, it falls it was, flat. It was canceled almost immediately. It's very yeah. notorious for being like a horrible idea. Very similar reasons. Uh, the Diary of Desmond Pfeffer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Or yeah, Pfeiffer, yeah. Or whatever it is about the uh, black man who's a like slave, slave in the white. Yeah. Well, he's not a slave, but he works in the White House during the times of slavery. Yeah. And the show was like universally hated because it, why would you make it's a comedy also yeah um, why would you make a comedy about because it's a lot of being like well slavery might be good and then looking at the the only black guy in the room being like oh and it's just like no so yeah that's Especially, as much as we're probably going to talk about those shows because i think it comes that was late it was the early 90s right yeah so we're like coming out of the la riots like really as a country realizing we haven't addressed race and honestly still haven't but like not not good timing at all guys and not executed well yeah or executed good these these are just poor decisions Uh, and i don't really want to do a whole episode i don't want to watch those tv shows and i don't really want to it gets a little too dark for this show i don't really want to get into all that we like to keep it fun and light um the other show that people ask for a lot that i'm not saying we'll never do but uh is cavemen me and morgan did a a trial run for this show before like well before we ever actually made the show and we watched cavemen and so we've already seen it and it's fucking awful it's i don't so really want to do guys. it again it's so so bad it's, it's so bad it's and not off the table for sure but i don't I, we'd have to bring a guest in who could really punch it up because i don't even know what we would say get some fresh ideas in there yeah we need some maybe nick nick aragon can come on yeah well i mean we've been doing it for a long time and nick still has never come yeah on. whatever i miss you nick uh, he doesn't listen. To I know he show. doesn't. That's fine. It's fine. I just miss my best friend. All right. So those supposed the, to say I'm not your best friend. Those are a few that we we I don't know if they're banned, but you know we're probably not going to do those. All right. Oh, next. what's that? Holy shit! What? What's that time? Wine break. Can, Can we talk? <laughs> i gotcha michael can we tell them the story about how i almost burned down the apartment sure okay should, should we be. tell it oh okay there we go <laughs> hey everybody um just quickly because i don't know if michael was whispering about i didn't want i didn't do anything to. okay um so i need to tell you gather gather close guys a little bit closer okay that's a little too close <laughs> Get back off let me tell you a little story about how my drinking habits saved our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> One night, so first of all, 
our oven isn't working. So we uh, did the logical thing and bought a toaster oven to replace it, which is not the same thing, but I digress. We purchased a very nice toaster oven and I've been using it though. I'm scared of it. And one night I made some veggie bacon and I put the tray back into the oven with the aluminum foil wrapped around the tray, which I have now learned you do not do, guys. When you put it on the broiler setting with it right up towards the top of the Anywho, I made my food and I came into the living room to start to consume it. And then I drank my drink and I was like, you know what? Not enough alcohol tastes like normal drink. So I went back into the kitchen to get more alcohol and there were flames coming out of the toaster oven it's true and i i just heard oh shit or or holy shit i said fire fire and then you were like get the fire extinguisher so i had to go out into the whatever courtyard area of the apartment and i was like oh there's the fire extinguisher but you can't open it because it's locked so there's a little thing on it that says like you know break glass in case of fire so i had to break the glass they have this little hammer thing and you break through the glass and i had to rip it out and i cut my hand on the freaking plastic oh, I glass didn't know that part. i mean it's just a little bit oh, i'll show you later um and then i run in and i'm like i got the fire extinguisher and morgan's like i put it out already so it's way over anyway so alcohol can save lives the more you know rainbow star zero damage it was just a tiny little fire it was not a big deal it did lick the wood cabinets there's not even any flames on there there's no scorch marks no but it did lick it so i don't know what kind of weird uh asbestos lead paint we've got going on on this oh i'm sure michael yeah let's get back to it next question all right dan from netflix and swill great great podcast um he says more of mike's movies I don't know what this means, but is he talking about, like, have we talked about my movies that I make as a director? Is that what I he means? I don't know. Or is it your recommendations? My recommendations? The movies that I have? The movies that I own? Oh, my God. I got we a should, lot of movies. We it's got, like, 2,000 movies. It Okay, so we live in a one-bedroom apartment. Not that you guys care about any of this shit, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And I would say that most of the apartment is DVDs or VHS tapes uh there's also blu-rays and 4k uhds oh my lord uh dvds like i said um so we are constantly i have we have movie posters everywhere uh just in case anyone is doubtful mike is very much a cinephile and loves movies that's why we make a uh a podcast Mm -hmm. about About tv about tv shows that makes sense uh yeah go to darkhourfilms.com if you want to watch more of my movies if that's what you're asking for (laughs) and we're gonna work on a feature soon yeah, we're working on stuff. We're always we're always doing stuff. Um, Next question. I guess that I guess that covers it. Uh, ben at Benjamin Hunter, our up, our friend. Uh, I thank him at the end of every episode. Um, what would you make? I'm oh, sorry. What would make an hour pilot worth watching? So I think Ooh. I think he means like when we skip the the double episodes. Yeah. Um, it, is there any point where you would say, "Let's just do it. Fuck it. Let's watch the whole hour and a half long." double pilot it would have to be one of those things where like with swamp thing where it was a case where the audience is like no 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 no, this is amazing we want more right then we'll give it a chance or like even um what's invasion Mm -hmm. invasion was great and i enjoyed that hour (laughs) like i didn't feel like we were i didn't not at any point did i feel like 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 let's wrap this up soon i was enjoying it the entire time but how would you know that i mean 
I mean, going, how would I know going into it? Like, cause we would normally just say, skip it. Even like, um, what did we just watch? The, uh, uh, Misfits of Science. Yeah. Like we, we skipped that one, even though we ended up liking the show. So we might've been okay with watching an hour and a half. That's long. fair. Yeah. And then, and it was highly rated on IMDb. So I guess that would be it. It would, I mean, it, was it would have to be something that we were genuinely interested in watching beforehand, probably. Yeah, I think, yeah, getting into it, what would make it worthwhile is knowing that there was a strong fan, fan base uh, or somebody that, I mean, this again for Misfits of Science, somebody that we are very familiar with and would be excited to see them in this arena. Well, I think if Misfits of Science hadn't been an 80s TV show, we probably would have watched it. Yeah, um, the pilot. Just because, like, 80s TV has a lo- much lower bar than mm-hmm. modern TV shows. So if it was a modern one, we would probably be more interested in doing a double episode. Um, we have done a double episode pilot before. Do you remember what it was? No. Lost. We, w- oh, we watched God. both episodes. <sighs> Guys, I can't. I can't <laughs> with it. I'm sorry. I just can't. I apologize. Like, she so much of my watch soul. Anymore. I can't. I can't do it. She's wrong. Um, it's great. Lost is awesome. But aside from like getting in what would entice us to watch it actually being in it and what would make it enjoyable sure good acting (laughs) good acting good Good production i mean production i'm more forgiving on but good acting i'm in also a genre that we're interested in like if it was like it's an hour-long war drama i'd be like nah pass no an hour-long hospital drama i'm looking at you gray's anatomy yeah i don't think we would do that um but obviously we love horror uh sci-fi maybe if it was something interesting something with levity in it guys i cannot wait i doubt there's a a whole two hour long pilot of a comedy show no no, or but with comedic moments there are a lot of Mm -hmm. dramatic shows with comedic moments Mm -hmm. all right moving on bye ben uh then we got one from movies after work at movies work on twitter favorite canceled matthew perry show oh jesus i don't know if you even know any Nope. Uh, so I'm going to say it was, what was the one that we watched? Oh, Second Chance. Second Chance, guys. Second Chance. Give it a chance. Or a second one. That's your favorite Matthew Perry canceled TV show. I haven't watched since, what is it? Sunset Boulevard? Sunset Boulevard. That's sure. the one. Yeah, no, You haven't seen it? Sunset Boulevard? Uh, don't worry. Seen. I'll talk about it. But What's that's, it called? It's called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Okay, you like it. I do like Studio I've 60. I've never watched it. I didn't watch it because everyone compares it to 30 Rock. Well, it came out the same year. Okay, yeah. So go, you take it away. It's I- really funny because it came out the same year and everybody kind of assumed that Studio 60 was going to be the big hit and that 30 Rock was sort of like this cheesy knockoff that wouldn't last. Which one have I seen more of? 30 Rock? Yeah. Why would you ask that? I'm- I don't know. I'm just throwing that up there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my, my point is... You can't choose it because you haven't seen it? Also... Because 30 Rock is like my friends. I've seen a lot. I've seen 30 yeah, Rock. countless times. Too many times. Probably more than I've seen Friends, which is crazy. Yeah. I've seen it so many times. I could probably quote it back and forth. Uh, well, because you just like put it on TV all the time just to have in the background. I just want to be Liz Lemon, which is not a good aspiration to have. <laughs> Studio uh, 77 Sunset Strip. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Got it. Uh, created by Aaron Sorkin. And does he make good things? You know, I, I'm not like a huge Aaron, I, I am a fan of Aaron Sorkin, but I'm, I haven't seen all of his stuff. So I don't, I haven't seen West Wing, which is what he was coming off of. Um, have you seen any episode of West Wing? No, I've never seen West Wing. I've never seen an episode of West Wing. Yeah. So maybe that'll be a good reception that we do in the future. Stay tuned. Um, I did watch Sports Night, which I liked a lot. Okay. Um, and I love the social network. So I think he's a fantastic writer. What's the one with Jeff Daniels? 
Oh, Newsroom. Okay. I also haven't seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, like, like I said, like it's not he's not a, a writer that I'm like, I got to watch everything he does. But I like him when I do watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Studio 60, I don't even know if that would be my favorite of his canceled TV shows, but you brought it up. So I'm talking about it. Um, it, it only works kind of. Uh, it works in, in the drama part and in an Aaron Sorkin drama where everybody has really fast, witty, fun dialogue, like a Gilmore Girls type thing where it's funny, even though it's n- not a comedy. But the all of the stuff that uh, they do as the Saturday Night Live parody kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not it's not parody, but uh, satire. Yeah, um, is really bad. Like unlike Thirty Rock, where they're being they're making a bad Saturday Night Live, but it's funny because it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They're trying. They're they're saying like, and also TGS on Thirty Rock is supposed to be kind of shitty. Yeah, like everybody's it's like supposed to be like, how has this survived another season? Yeah, like it's the lowest common denominator. Like bad yeah. like every, everybody always makes fun of it um on studio 60 it's supposed to be like brilliant like people mm. are like this is like the shit like this is super popular and everybody thinks it's amazing and or at least that's how i remember it. i haven't seen it since it was broadcast but then they actually show skits like full skits on studio 60 and they're never funny because that's not the kind of comedy that aaron sorkin is good at writing yeah he doesn't write uh what is what would that be called like nighttime sketch comedy so it's hard to take seriously the other parts where they're they're doing all the hard work going into making this show that's supposed to be amazing and then you watch the actual show and you're like but it's not really very good (laughs) i think they just shouldn't have shown it at all which makes way more sense like Mm -hmm. just show the behind the scenes we don't need to see the show yeah anyway uh he's also on a show called go on and another show called mr sunshine um, oh, I've heard about Mr. Sunshine. Mr. Sunshine, I think, is the one where he's like a sports radio talk show host. That one was all right. And then uh, Go On was was pretty good. I liked it. I didn't watch all the episodes, but I liked it. That one's a little bit more of a dramedy because he's part of like a support group. And oh. I think Lori Metcalf was on it. Okay, then I'm thinking Mr. Sunshine is Go On because I was going to say, I think I thought he was in something where it was like a... AA or something yeah that's that one and that one was that one was genuinely pretty good okay uh and then he was on the big hit show that i've never seen uh odd couple with thomas lennon oh yeah that was on for a long ass time wasn't it okay maybe add that to the roster of things we need to for good reception because it was on for like five seasons right yeah i guess we could do that as like good reception friends before friends Friends after after friends. friends we'll start a sub and then we can do Cougar Town and we can do uh, Dirt. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones that people have been on. Oh, we could do com- The Comeback, except I've seen it. But The Comeback is fucking awesome. We could do that one episode of 30 Rock. With David Schwimmer? Or, yeah, or <laughs> there's an episode of uh, with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. I guess she doesn't really do TV anymore. No, no, she's done. Okay. Last question we got from at FlixXRaid uh, on Twitter. And they asked, in your opinion, what movies would make better TV shows than they do movies? Better TV shows than movies. Oh, my God. Like, take, for example, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Did this extremely well. So it's a mediocre movie or, you know, a decent movie, but a much better TV show. Do you have one loaded in the chamber? I got a couple. This one I did I did think about beforehand a little bit. Go for it. Um, One that I thought would be fun. There's nothing that I could say, well... I don't know if this would make a better TV show. I just think it would make a good TV show. And that's My Cousin Vinny, one of my favorite TV, favorite movies of all time. Um, I think it would be really fun to have a comedic lawyer show. 
like where it was okay yeah 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 and i think you could even you it wouldn't be a it wouldn't it's be never like, been done it wouldn't be a sequel especially not at night okay well, i'm not saying it's never been done uh also that's not also, really what i mean or with a woman what is that one ally McBeal. yeah well ally McBeal would be closer to what i'm talking about yeah. but it's also ally McBeal is, is a drama it's like a a, a yeah. soap but it, yeah it's more soapy you're right i mean like do speaking it speaking of 30 rock okay <laughs> i mean do it like you, the movie never happened it's not like a sequel to the movie unfortunately you can't have joe pesci as my cousin Vinny anymore Ugh. but you could get somebody else that has that same presence you know a joe pesci presence and have it be have it take place over a longer period of time because his 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 arc happens all in the movie you know he goes from being like uh unconfident un uh capable lawyer to like being like amazing at it but maybe have him start off like he sucks and he doesn't know all the rules and he's always getting in trouble but then over the course of the first season or whatever he starts to like actually come into his own as being like a actually good solid lawyer or whatever mm-hmm. um, all the while being completely unconventional and thinking outside the box because of his unique uh he's not a lawyer type so he thinks differently or whatever you know yeah I think that that could make a really fun TV show. I don't know that it would be better than the movie because the movie's awesome, but I think that's one. That's a good one. Did you come up with one? Mm-mm. Continue. Um, most things that are based on books. If, if yeah. Okay. There it is. Um, the, I think that generally would be better. I mean, it did a really good job. It did a really good job. Um, it, the movie Stephen King's It, does a really good job of, of expanding mm-hmm. ideas uh, into two movies. I mean, we haven't seen the second one yet because it's not out. But um, just from the first one, I still think you can make a better TV show than a movie, even though the production is going to be slightly less. At this time, I would say in the past that that ne- wouldn't necessarily be true because the production quality would be so low. I would rather have it be a movie, even if you're stripping out a lot of stuff. Um, but, but we're in the golden age, baby. We're, the, we're there pouring more money into tv shows not more but as much into tv shows as movies for sure um you know you got stuff like westworld out there stuff like like whatever hbo is doing game of thrones game of thrones i was gonna say Um, it's probably the best example well i think westworld is at least as as expensive as game of thrones yeah if not more it's crazy that if you're going to be throwing that level of production behind something yeah let's remake some stephen king properties i think they're doing the stand uh hopefully as a tv show oh my god Idris Elba, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> that's that's the Dark Tower. Oh, Dark yeah. Tower. That's right. Never mind. Uh, yeah, the Dark but Tower still, sucks. Idris Elba, come on, guys. I know. God, get your shit together. You're man. an amazing actor, dude. How is Why? every movie that you make garbage? Why? Why? It's not even his fault. He's good in those movies. He's good as um, Roland, but it just is bad movie. And that def. I, mean, I haven't even read the Dark Tower series, but obviously that should be a TV show, not a movie. It doesn't make any sense. It's six books long, seven books long. Seven, eight books long. I can't remember. Um, so books would be better. Oh, I, do you have one? Because I have one more. Good one. No, no, no. This one, you maybe you can get on board with or not. So this is the one that I actually thought of first, not Stephen King stuff. But what I think would make a better bo- better TV show than a movie is motherfucking Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, guys. I could, I can get on board with this one. And I, I know that might be controversial because people like love those no, movies. I want HBO money behind it. It does have a great cast, and the and you know the movies are not bad, but they do not come close to to. It's when I watch those movies, I'm like, this is lightning fast pace going through the every cool, interesting thing in the book, and just like skimming over it. Like, and I'm not even a huge Harry Potter fan, but like the books have 
so much more interesting things going on than the movies do. The movies just have to, they just blow past all of the interesting stuff, honestly. Yeah, uh, huge Harry Potter fan here. Um, I'm going to have to agree with that because there is a lot of like nuanced moments that I'd really like to see played out. And also, like cool, like not even nuanced, just like cool magical moments that could be realized if there was the proper, you know, Mm -hmm. network and money behind it. And, you know, hour long weekly show yeah and it's already split into eight movies like i'm i this would you you could basically do eight seasons of this or seven seasons of you don't need to do two seasons for the last book but um yeah do every book as a season it doesn't have to be like full super long season like eight episodes or whatever yeah uh like a typical hbo drama eight to ten episodes per season and then yeah eight uh seven seasons i think you can make it a way better adaptation a way more interesting and then if you wanted to you could even do like game of thrones where you're still like adding new things into it so it's not mm-hmm. just a straight adaptation yeah but i just feel like those those stories need way more room to breathe and the movies while entertaining are nowhere near as interesting as the books um so yeah books in general would make better tv shows can i do a preemptive one yeah uh piggybacking off of your books idea uh, we know that they're doing a movie of uh, Devil in the White City. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that as a miniseries. Hopefully it's still happening. I haven't heard anything about it. Well, I mean, this whole thing with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think that kind of... Oh, it's like stepping on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but that, I think, should have more than two and a half hours <laughs> given to it. Yeah. Yeah, just m- most most adaptations of books, just they don't work very well because it's way too, too com- compact. Yeah. Um, unless you're doing like a short story or or something that's easily digestible in a smaller amount of time. But yeah, you're always losing a lot. Um, and now that TV has elevated itself to being at a, at a, a good enough production quality that uh, it can sustain that kind of bigger concept, I think we should start doing that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you so much to everybody for wait, sending wait. in. I'm not saying it's the end of the episode. I'm okay. saying thank you to all the people okay. for sending in their questions. Thank so you. thank you to all the people. Hey, thank you, people. Yes, Thank Morgan. you all. Um, I have a question. Yes. What is your relationship with TV? I love TV. Okay. But why do you love TV? Um, I was trying to make a joke about like, I love my TV. Like I was hugging it. Oh, got it. Um, I don't know if that landed. I know because it, because it just, I it just sounds like it. a, just sounds I love like lap. A, yeah. That's kind of what I meant. Love lap. But I forgot that it also means that I just love television. Yeah. But what is I your. I love my TV. young people don't get it dire straits um what's my relationship with tv i mean like but what what is your yeah what is your relationship with tv i think that's a fair question i'm more of a movie fan okay but tv gets me like way more involved in stuff like i get really deep into stuff because you get you have a much longer relationship with characters and stories Mm -hmm. um so i'm a lot more passionate about tv shows but there are fewer of them that i'm into as much as movies okay like obviously i talk every episode about buffy how much i love buffy Mm -hmm. um and that's that that is strictly because of it being a tv show it's because of what TV is allows you to do, how how close you can get to characters and stories, like I'm saying, there's no movie that exists that you can have that much time spent with characters yeah. and and get that deep involved into each of each of their stories. And I think that the story of Buffy, the central character of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is probably my favorite story uh, arc of anything ever. Um, there are just not as many TV shows as there are movies that I 
get into. I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, I think it takes a longer investment to get into a TV show. Like, you know, a movie is like required to get you into it in the first like five minutes. Like you, you have to be hooked Mm -hmm. because it's so short. They have to grab you that quickly. TV shows a lot of times take like two or three or four or a whole season even. Like I think Mad Men is a really good example of a TV show that doesn't initially have a super strong hook. I wasn't into Mad Men until the end of season two. Like, other than the fact that people were like, you got to watch this fucking show. It's so good. I probably wouldn't have kept watching because it, it's not bad, but it just never really grabbed me that strongly until the end of season two where I was like, oh, this is like one of my favorite shows I ever made. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I was like 100% into it. And I think if I went back and watched the first season, knowing the things that I know later, that I would be more interested in it. But he tells the story so drawn out and slow with giving information very sparingly. And, and the characters are so fucking unlikable on that show. Um, later, they become they're they're so interesting that you want to watch it, but they're still detestable. Don Draper is just like awful, awful human being, you know. So it's hard to get in, involved in it. But I think Breaking Bad does a good job uh, of bringing you into the story immediately, even because, but because Walter White is initially a likable character and then turns bad. Mm-hmm. So that's smart. Also, Breaking Bad has a lot more humor than Mad Men does. Um, so I don't know. Those are TV shows that I'm passionate about. Okay. I don't know if that answered your question. I don't even remember what your question was. What's my relationship with TV? Yeah. I like it. Okay. I like it, but not as much as movies. Okay. What's your relationship with TV? I was, you went for more of a critical, like, dissertation on television shows. And I think I was looking for more. Maybe I should have rephrased my question. Um, I was looking for more of an emotive response. So here's mine. Okay. Um, probably an equally depressing, no, not equally. That's not what I wanted to say. Cause you, you were being critical, but a depressing response would be being a latchkey kid and being a kid who was left to my own devices and probably wasn't encouraged to read as much as I should have. Um, there was something that was comforting in my living room that I knew I could turn to and I could escape. Mm-hmm. And there was something, there was solace that I could, I could seek and that that was a constant that was the only constant that i knew i could rely on Mm -hmm. so television has been like what i guess books are for most people is just like having um just having that that escape and knowing that i could even though if things weren't going the way that i probably would want them to go in my real life i knew i could there was comfort in escaping into a world that was going to be um, that I, that I could rely on. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that's, I mean, pretty normal. I mean, not to like say that you're not a unique individual. But, I am unique. Uh, I think that's pretty normal, especially in modern times. Uh, there my are, babysitter. It was, that was the babysitter. This generation or this, the, the young, younger kids that are coming up right now have gotten back into books with these YA novels. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I think there was kind of a lull when we were kids, you had like the goosebumps and stuff for when you were a little kid. And then there was like, you know, not, you know, like Stephen King and stuff like that, which is like more intermediate. It's not, it's for adults, but it's, you know, accessible to younger people. But there wasn't this like strictly aimed, I mean, there might've been some, but it wasn't as big a market when we were younger to have these like, hey, these are for teenagers. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were a little bit more 
heavily relying on TV. Also, when we were watching TV, it was such garbage. That was a really bad time for TV, the late 90s, early 2000s. It was, but also being a younger person, it was amazing because we had these networks that were starting to spring up that were geared just specifically to us because we became a commodity to them. Yeah. Like we were now a a new consumer group, Mm -hmm. um, which is capitalism is terrible. But (laughs) but I mean, for as far as like now we have this nostalgia that I don't think maybe our previous generations. I mean, obviously there was younger there was there was children's programming before that, but not to the scale that we experienced. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what I was saying with books, actually, for them, where where it was like you had cartoons, you had like Saturday morning cartoons and then you had sitcoms. Mm -hmm. There was no like Nickelodeon stuff. There wasn't like tween uh, Disney Channel, that that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. The diversification that like burgeon during our our youth is unparalleled yeah. i mean except for now but now it's just a normalized thing well now it's like youtube and all that you know there's all kinds of other stuff Yeah, i guess you're right but um anyway yeah i mean i think i think that a lot of people would say that television is was it was just a comfort thing for them mm-hmm. and me you know that was me too for sure but like i said i was always more into movies i was always going to the video store and renting movies and stuff and tv shows were just sort of like the video store was a place that you would <laughs> go to man i used to go to longs mm-hmm. and i think it was like 25 cents or no 50 cents no 50 cents for a vhs yeah if, if you were might have been for a v- yeah, for VHS tape. That's for a day. Ins- that's insanely cheap, but I mean, maybe. But it was Longs, so yeah. there was like ten movies you could choose from. Yeah, I remember. I remember going to to Longs and there being a video store section. That was never where I rented movies, but. I mean, Hollywood Video for sure was where we went. Well, I mean, I would still like. I mean, this is so nerdy. But I, 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 we used to always go to like the mom and pop ones because they were way better than Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. But eventually, they died out, and there was only Blockbuster mm-hmm. and Hollywood Video. Uh, and if you're on the west, or if you're on the east coast, uh, family video, I think that's what it's called. Sure. We the the mom and pop stores were always way cooler. They always had way more movies and w- a way bigger back catalog. The Hollywood Video and Blockbuster were always about new releases. They had a shit ton of new releases where they would always be like, "It's guaranteed to be in stock," so they would have like five thousand copies of it so that it would never be rented out. Um, I don't know how they made any money on that, but they went out of business. So maybe that was a bad business plan. Uh, and I used to work at Hollywood Video. That was fun times. You had a gun held to your face at a Hollywood video. Not to my face. I mean. There was a gun shown to me. Um, That's a story for another time. Anyway, I think we told it on the show before. Oh. Maybe. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, we went way long. This is hardly even a small reception, but we didn't talk about any specific TV shows. Oh, I forgot. Not that it's important, but I I was going to say when we were doing the what's off limits or what's what are shows that we never do. Probably reality shows. Like, yeah. there, there are so many really, really bad ones, but like, I have no desire to watch a reality show. And it's, it's so. How, like, what would you even talk about? It relies on you investing time in those people. Yeah. And yeah, I, we wouldn't be able to do anything. And I don't, I don't like reality TV. There have Except been times. Except for if, Fav- if Flavor Flav is fucking doing another. <laughs> flavor of love i'm there no i'm there and you did rock of love i know and i I wouldn't want to do it again like it was a fun experience when i watched it because it's so much garbage oh it's so bad like i'm not gonna say that i regret watching it but like that's definitely time of my life that is completely wasted flavor if you're listening right now um 
I did. I watched the Surreal Life when he was on that. Oh, I fucking love. He's him, a pretty entertaining. Him guy. and Bridget Nielsen. Oh. And you got Dave Coulier and oh, Jordan God. Knight and uh, Gary Coleman. Anyway, we're not gonna do it on this show, so don't ask. Yeah, we're not gonna watch reality TV shows. Uh, anything else you want to say this episode? Sorry, we're late. Sorry, we're super late. Love Sorry, an episode Michael next week. was late with this one. Um. Yeah, it was all 100% my fault. Yeah, Michael. I'm the one who's super busy and can never record. All right, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We didn't do any recommendations this week, so they won't be on there. We are proud members of Podfix. The Podfix Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Our logo designed by Sean Matthew Leary and special thanks to Ben Hunter for help with our social media and his very good question. Your question. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. Guys, seriously, we would love it if you would do either of those things. Either of them. Tell your friends. Review us on iTunes. None of you guys are doing this, I can tell, because we have not got any new listeners. Guys, I'll bring it in back. In the past six months. If you put a fucking review on there, literally, if you want me to give a message to someone, if you want to tell your dad off, if you want to say a hilarious poem, a limerick that you've put together, I will do it. We got to do the review. You got to do it. Yeah, do that. Also, we have stickers. You know how many people have asked us for stickers? They're free. Zero. They're fucking free, you we'll guys. We'll send it to you. It's a free one. It's a free sticker. Don't you want a free sticker? It's a cool sticker of our logo, our cool logo that we have. It's Don't so, you want that? It's awesome. Don't you want that? Uh, so if you do want that, just let us know. It's free. It's super free, and we will give it to you for free. Once again, free. Uh, I'm Mike. And we're again. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye, Network. You can check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.